Support for this IPR podcast comes from Iowa Community Foundations, an initiative of the Iowa Council of Foundations, connecting donors to causes they care about. Details on the Endow Iowa Tax Credit Program at communityfoundations.org. Today is Wednesday. It is the 6th of December. This is Here First from IPR News. I'm Clay Masters. A federal judge Monday permanently barred two Iowa counties from enforcing their ordinances that restrict the placement of carbon dioxide pipelines. The Iowa Capital Dispatch reports Shelby and Story counties adopted restrictions after two companies proposed to build pipeline systems to transport captured carbon dioxide from ethanol plants and other facilities. The ordinances set minimum distances to locate the pipelines away from cities, homes, schools, and other sites. They also have some requirements that pertain to emergency response plans in case of a pipeline breach. Meanwhile, opponents of carbon pipelines want more landowners in Lynn, Cedar, and Scott counties to join them in refusing to give easement to Wolf Carbon Solutions' proposed line. This comes as an Illinois regulator prepares to decide whether to deny Wolf's application. Staff from the Illinois Commerce Commission say there were safety concerns, and the federal government is in the middle of updating its policies surrounding CO2 pipelines. They ask the commission to deny the application. Jessica Wiskus' family farm in Iowa is in Wolf's proposed route. She's pointing to this move by staff as a sign that projects are losing momentum. This is about protecting our communities and making sure that rural people also have our voices heard, that it's not simply that the vision for the future comes from the outside, from someone who isn't a part of our experience here. The Illinois regulator has to make a decision by May. More community leaders are calling for action surrounding a Woodbury County supervisor whose wife was convicted of voter fraud. IPR's Sheila Brummer has an update from last night's board meeting. Two unions representing law enforcement and labor urged for the resignation of Jeremy Taylor, who was first elected to the all-Republican board in 2014. Taylor wasn't swayed. Elected by the people of this county to do a job, and I take that very seriously and work hard to do the absolute best job I can. They hold us accountable every four years. Board Chairman Matthew Wong says having Taylor in office is a distraction to the work that needs to be done by local government. It's a sad situation and it's something that the board shouldn't have to get into, but we're forced into it. The board officially accepted the resignation of Taylor as vice chair, a move that was mainly symbolic since there are only two meetings left this year. New leadership gets picked in January. It's been two weeks since David Schultz's semi-truck was found on a rural highway in northwest Iowa. Its trailer still filled with baby pigs he was transporting. Searchers have scoured 100,000 acres near the highway in the days since the 53-year-old man disappeared without success. And his wife said something must have gone wrong. Schultz did not arrive with the load of pigs on November 21st in Sac City, as expected. Earlier this week, the search was paused as searchers considered their next steps. As colder weather creeps into Iowa, fewer northeast Iowa residents will be home for the holidays. IPR's Grant Leo Winterer reports. Requests for emergency housing and first-time homelessness claims are up from last year across Black Hawk County, according to both the City of Cedar Falls and several area community organizations. Grace Fee is the Social Ministries Director for the area's Salvation Army, one of the groups that helps unhoused individuals. She says more help means more denials. Her shelters are just too crowded. 
number of shelter people sheltered has just gone up in general, but then also our calls for shelter as well as our denials for uh, being full and not being able to serve just because we're at our capacity have also gone up. Over the past two months alone, the Salvation Army has sheltered about 150 individuals, over 30 of which were children. And one person died and three were hospitalized after a fire broke out yesterday at an apartment building in northeast Cedar Rapids, stranding some tenants inside who pleaded to be rescued. The Cedar Rapids Gazette reports all on-duty Cedar Rapids fire crews plus crews from Hiawatha and Marion responded. This is Here First from IPR News. I'm Clay Masters. You can find this podcast wherever you subscribe to them. Iowa Public Radio has the cure for your endless scrolling. The IPR app. The latest news, your favorite music, fresh podcasts, they're all a tap or two away. With newscasts updating throughout the day, the latest stories every time you open the app, and live streams of your go-to station, you get only what you need to know when you need to know it. So stop the scroll. Get the IPR app.